Hello, and welcome to Knitting Shop Live, the podcast recorded live and unscripted by your favorite knitting gals. We are your host, Brianna, Kathy, and Natalie. And a huge thanks to our listeners for joining us. So today is December 4th of 2023. How could that be? And this is episode 172. You know, I love saying that number, like it just keeps creeping up. Uh, Today, we're going to chat about Christmas cookies. It just seems like the right time to do it. So now it's time for all of our listeners to grab your knitting or your crocheting or a drink or go on that walk and tune in because we are about to get started. All right, so let's get started with our usual. First of all, it's really nice to be back. We had a little pause there because life was pretty busy, but we are back and it feels really good. So let's catch up. What's on your needles, Brianna? I am working on a sample for our easy knitting hat class. It's the third class in our beginner series that we offer. So I'm knitting a sample in real time with our class to demonstrate some of the skills that we learn. Nice. There's nothing better sometimes than the live demo, like exactly in the right spot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, It's so nice. Yeah, it's great. It was amazing. And when you're done... You have a hat, which is pretty exciting too. All right. How about you, Natalie? I am working on a Christmas stocking right now, um, but I also have my monogram socks with me and those are coming along really well. We just did the toe in class last week. And this week we're going to be picking up our afterthought heel, which is always very exciting. So that is what's on my needles. Wow. That's really cool. All right. And what is on my needles right now is I am doing this second steam, a three needle bind off of my pillow sham. Very excited. In fact, I just counted and I have 15 more stitches to bind off. And I'm going to do that while we chat tonight. And this pillow cover will be finished and ready for the insert and go um, sit on its new chair in my living room. So very excited. And then the other thing I'm working on Tis the season, a little bit of Christmas knitting. I am knitting a pair of fingerless mittens out of sock yarn for my little neighbor across the street. And I'm very, so those are my two things. All right. Yeah, this is, it's, you know, it's really fun though. It's, we're wrapping up project that's going on and looking forward to a new calendar. Mm it's Christmas day crazy so it is crazy so it is really time um, to start baking cookies if that's something that you like to do and I you know I just want to talk a little bit of background I have why this topic well first of all it's seasonally appropriate and we all love to eat. And um, I'm invited to a cookie exchange this weekend. I know, very fun. And, you know, I don't know if everybody that listens to us has ever done a cookie exchange. I hadn't done one for a long time and we did it last year and we're doing it again this year. And each person who comes to this exchange brings one cookie, not one cookie, they bring three dozen of one cookie recipe. And then we put all of our cookies on the table and then you walk around the table and you sample all the cookies and you go home with three dozen 
cookie assortment. So very fun. It's really fun. All right. So that's what got me thinking about Christmas cookies. So should we, I've got some questions. Should we just do it as a round robin? Yeah. Love it. Okay. All right. So my first question that I was thinking about is what is your favorite cookie to eat? My favorite cookie is a coconut macaroon. I, I, the only time I ever do them is Christmas time. And I'm the only one that I know that makes them. So I have to make them or I don't get to eat them. <laughs> that is a really good cookie too. All right, Natalie, what is your favorite cookie to eat? I'm a chocolate chip girl. I know that's basic, especially around the holidays, but I just think you, a classic is a classic. I've never been mad at a chocolate chip cookie. Never. Uh, Natalie, I'm right there with you. I am also a chocolate chip cookie. One of my favorites. I will always pick up a chocolate chip cookie if that's one of my choices at a party. And I love the good old classic Toll House on the back of the bag of of, of chocolate chips. I just love that recipe. It yes. never gets old. Mm-hmm. You know what I've been craving recently, though, which I feel like I'm going to have to make I do really enjoy the process of eating them. They're not like my favorite tasting cookie, but I've been craving a biscotti because mm. I just want to put it, I want to dip it in my coffee. I've just been thinking about this for weeks and I need to do it. I need to make it, but I want them like, I want a handmade, like a homemade biscotti. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That is definitely part of the charm. I think of the biscotti is that typically it's always with that hot cup of tea or coffee or hot chocolate. It's always with that hot drink. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. So let's go to this one. What is your favorite cookie to bake? All right. Favorite to bake. My favorite to make is an oatmeal raisin because I, I just love all of the junk that goes like oats and raisins. It's not actual junk. It looks messy, but it's so good. And if anyone has ever made oatmeal raisin cookies before, my recipe that I use makes two and a half dozen at a time and I double it usually. And it, when you get all of the oats and all of the raisins in the mixer, it just starts to almost overflow and like it almost comes over the top of the bowl. That's my favorite part. (laughs) It's so chaotic, but... It's so much fun. My toxic trait is that I will sub chocolate chips for raisins every time. Oh my gosh. We're going to have a problem, Nat. I'm (laughs) sorry. I know. (laughs) I'm not a raisin girl. I love oatmeal raisin. You know, and the oatmeal raisin, especially with the raisins in it, qualifies it as breakfast food. Yes. My mother, like, definitely believed that oatmeal cookies were for breakfast so we would eat cookies for breakfast sometimes and it was really nice so I don't know if she would have approved of it if it had chocolate chips so raisins are good Natalie I know nature's grapes yep yep so what is your favorite cookie to bake you know it's honestly a tie between my mama used to always make these they're on the back of the peanut butter chocolate chips that you can buy like the Reese's brand it's a chocolate cookie with Reese's 
like chocolate chips in them. They're delicious, but the whole process of making them, like they're completely un underbaked until you let them sit for a few minutes. And then all of a sudden they're like a full on cookie. Like you cannot put pull them off of the sheet without letting them rest. But I always find it to be really cool. So that's one of my favorite cookies to make. And it reminds me of my mom. And we spent a lot of time making Christmas cookies together. So it's it's a lot of good memories too. Yeah, that's very it's, cool. I have to look at that bag. So it's kind of like the Nestle's Toll House with that classic recipe on it that. Yeah, and they're so good. They're so good. I bring them to parties like around the holidays. And I feel like I always get compliments on that cookie specifically. Um, it is a little concerning. I don't know what kind of chemistry is going on and if it has anything to do with what's in them, but there's nothing super concerning in them. So I don't know. I just chalk it up to a good time. Yeah. It's science. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It works too. That's pretty darn cool. So and you know, I love the recipes that are on these bags, uh, you know, the Toll House chips, the Reese's chips, because then, and again, I, I'm old school, but Digging through my recipe box, I actually do still have a recipe box or flipping back through my cookbooks to find that recipe that you go, I know it's there. I know it's there. It reminds me of looking for knitting patterns before we had Ravelry. Mm-hmm. All right. It's just like, I know it's there. I know it's there. So yeah, get it on the bag that you just bought to make those cookies. All right. So my favorite cookie to make is actually the only cookie that I make for the most part. And it is the Jennifer Garner's neighbors. Wait, it's Jennifer Garner's childhood ginger snap cookies. Ooh. Ooh, say that 10 times, which um, was really made by her neighbor. Her neighbor's name was Marge. And um, I get the impression that Marge and Ed, her husband's name was also Ed, might have been a little bit like Kathy and Ed, you know, retired and had these adorable neighbors and loved to, you know, treat them to things once in a while. So um, her story that she has with it is really charming. And you can find that actually that is on the computer. That's on the internet. And um, the other thing that I like about them, and Natalie, they remind me a little bit of the cookies that you like baking. So you make this dough, you roll it in a ball, you you roll your cookies into a ball and you put the ball on the cookie sheet. You don't flatten it down. While they cook, they flatten down and every single one of them comes out as a perfect circle. Oh, that's pretty cool. It is amazing. Like my mom used to make peanut butter cookies and she would flatten them down with the fork, which I always liked that too. Yeah. These go on as a ball. And while they're cooking, they flatten down and it is always a perfect circle. That's Oh, that is so cool. The magic of science, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So let's go on now to the other extreme. What is your least favorite cookie to eat? Well, guys, I don't think that you're going to like me after this, but I don't like chocolate chip cookies. I- and of all of the cookies that are out there, I could just leave them on the tray. I prefer not to eat them. I don't know why. I just, I feel like there's more out there that I need to taste. <laughs> I almost just dropped my Christmas stocking on the floor. <laughs> I just, I'm not a huge fan of chocolate and I feel like they are, they're overrated. That's my opinion. It's my hot take. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> you can. Okay. 
to each their own, man. That's right. Well, we're not bringing the cookies to any parties of yours, Brianna. You're going to have to try them, though. Just um, thinking of Natalie and I, if you're at a party this year, you're going to have to try them again and go, oh, maybe these are really good. So. <laughs> we'll see. All we'll right. see about that. All right, Natalie. What's, what is yours? Here's a comeback for Brianna. What is your least favorite cookie to eat? Okay. Oatmeal raisin <laughs> is my least favorite cookie to eat. <laughs> but one thing I will say one thing about chocolate chip cookies, the chocolate chip cookie that I crave the most, which is probably, I don't know that it means I have the best palate, but all I want is Acme brands, chocolate chip cookies. But honestly, Acme has the best chocolate chip cookies. If I'm going to eat one, it's from Acme. Like the amount of times I still wish I was a child just so I could walk up to the bakery and ask for a chocolate chip cookie for free. But like, no one's going to give me a free chocolate chip cookie. I'm a grown woman, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, oh, that's great. That's great. All right. And my least favorite cookie to eat is, I can't, I don't even have a name for it, but I don't like any cookies that are too complicated. Like I don't need a cookie that has every single thing in it, like dried fruit, nuts, chocolate, mm -hmm. chips, whatever. It's just too much. I like those simple cookies. Um, so yeah, just simple, but any cookie that just has too much in it, I just am overwhelmed. Yeah, so, I agree. Yeah. Those, um, like anything but the kitchen sink cookies that people put like pretzels, all different kinds of, um, like chocolate chips, peanut butter chips, butterscotch chips, yeah. uh, you know, like other cookies inside of cookies. Like that's, I get that. I get that. Yeah. They're, like, they're okay for a bite, but like to really sit down and enjoy it with a glass of milk or a glass of wine or a cup of tea. Yeah. It's, it's hard. It's like, Ooh, there's just too much happening here. All right. Least favorite cookie to bake, Brianna. I hate making sugar cookies. Like the cutout, the rollout cutout sugar cookies. I refuse to make them. I made them one year and I think it took me two whole days to make a dozen of them because you have to make the dough. You have to roll it out and mess up your kitchen table. You have to cut them out and make sure they actually come out okay. And then you have to bake them and hope they stay in the shapes. And then you have to frost them the next day. Like all of that is just too much work for a cookie that is subpar in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all a sugar cookie has going for it is that there's sugar in it. And it's not even the sugar that's in it. It's the sugar that's on it is the good part. Mm -hmm. So I I made them once. I don't make them anymore. I'm so tired of them. Yeah. Do you know what I found? Like just like bringing stuff. Because I usually will try and like any Christmas party I go to, I bring in like a tray of cookies with me. Yeah. So I'll like plan for that prior to Christmas. But I, I started the last couple of years throwing the store brand frosted cookies, which these are a huge debatable thing. You either love them or you hate them. But I throw them on there. People go crazy for them. And it's like a store-bought cookie. But those are another one I crave all the time. Mm -hmm. Best sugar cookie, in my opinion. I could almost taste them right now, Natalie. And that is a great idea. You know what? Mm -hmm. Bake the cookies that you love baking. And you, for some reason, a Christmas tray of cookies does need something on it that it has that decorative pizzazz to it. And buy them. Buy them at the Acme Bakery. There you go. <laughs> all right. And I'm kind of right there with you. I didn't have a specific cookie, but... Anything that involves a rolling pin, I 
I literally read the recipes and if it says roll out, I'm like, oh, not gonna happen. <laughs> so um, anything that involves a rolling pin. But I have to say, I do like eating those cookies. Um, there's something about the paper thin. And that was actually my dad's family. Um, that was, they made the sand tarts, which are paper thin. Yeah. He's with the cinnamon on them. And oh my golly, um, I love them, but I'm not making them. They, they are a lot of work. You know, don't you think back, now you girls don't have to think back too far, but in little ways and remember whether it was your mother or your aunt or your grandmother, I can remember my mother would get out the cookie press and we would yes. do the pressed cookies. We, we did that growing up. Yes. And don't you realize now that what a labor of love that was? They probably hated every minute of that, except that. Just to fill that cookie press was, that, that was the hardest part of doing it, was to put the batter in the press itself and then to, to get it to come out the first time, hardest part. Yeah. <laughs> And I think my mother sometimes had problems and we'd want to change the press and have all these different shapes and she could never get the form back in there and it'd be popping out. And, and yeah. Yeah. But talk about a labor of love yeah. that our grandmothers and everybody did to, to, to have fun with us. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Oh my. All right. So then tips and tricks. Come on, you, you guys are the bakers. Give us some tips and tricks for baking cookies. So this has been my number one tip for anybody that is like not trying to spend a million dollars to bake cookies is buy your butter all year long when it's on sale because I make a lot of cookies and I buy I buy dairy free butter so it's not real butter it's a little bit more money than you know like a regular pound of butter is so every time I go to the grocery store, you know, every couple of weeks, if it's on sale, I buy a couple of them and I have 12 pounds of butter in my freezer all year long. So when Christmas time comes, you, you don't have to spend a hundred dollars just on butter. You just have the butter and you can use that money for something else or like, you know, know that it's not going to cost that much because you don't have to buy the butter. That's like my, been my number one thing for 2023. <laughs> I love it. Really great idea. And it freezes so well. Yeah. And it, it thaws out great. And yeah. it, it lasts in the freezer for a very long time. Whether it's, like I said, whether it's real butter, like Keller's, or I use Earth Balance butter sticks. Um, so there's no dairy in them. But um, they it, it's the same thing. It's so, so amazing. I'm so happy I did that this year. That's brilliant. I am going to remember that because, you know, it's easy to forget. Like the ingredients have a good, I mean, they've, they've got a price tag to them and that adds up the ingredients. Yeah. yeah. Especially mm -hmm. this time of year when you have so many other things in the budget too, that you're factoring in. Mm -hmm. so, Definitely. All right. Natalie, got any tips or tricks? Mine is use the parchment paper. Just do it. It's not Absolutely. cheating. You're not going to lose flavor by not buttering your tin. It It is a lifesaver. Just use parchment paper. Okay. And Natalie, that's the same thing I had. Parchment paper saves the day. <laughs> you know, we did, my mother never used parchment paper. I really didn't even know what it was. 
until really like the last few years, probably during the pandemic. And cast iron um, was one of my big finds and parchment paper. And now parchment paper is my go-to. And have you noticed they're starting to do parchment paper sheets? Yes. Yeah. That are like fit. So you don't uh-huh. even have to hear about it. Yes. It's the best. It's so I, wonderful. Yeah. I have a really fun hack for using parchment paper because when I don't know about the sheets, but like when you pull it off the roll, it doesn't stay on the pan very well. If you crumple it up and then flatten it down, it won't roll away on you. Oh, that's uh-huh. I I saw that on TikTok. I TikTok today. Yep, life changer. I will be trying that. So, because I use it a lot, I use it really with all my baking now. So, we make our own pizza. I don't make the pizza crust, but I get um like that non bread and yep. use that and and kind of we make it. And um, I always put that on parchment paper and it does want to roll. And so I will be trying that this Friday night with the it's crumple. It's also up. a lot of fun. If, when you rip it, you just like scrunch it up and flatten it out. It's good. I think parchment paper is like the best thing. I love wax paper too. Saran wrap, I can't stand because I'm always wrestling with it. And foil gives me the chills, but parchment paper has just the right weight and body. And it's amazing. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. Other tips and tricks? So the biggest thing that I have learned in baking, and I, I think everybody might agree, you can make cook, especially cookies and like, you know, sweet stuff. You can make it however you want. You can like throw your ingredients in a bowl and whisk them together in whatever order, but it's not always going to be the same. If you cream your butter and sugar first and then add anything else you want, your cookies or whatever will taste a hundred times better and they'll come out more formed. So cream your butter and sugar and then you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Chaos. I'm chaos. I always just go for it. And then I'll watch Bake Off like with a glass of wine and I'll be like criticizing the way that someone's like, like, oh, you have to cream your butter before you do that or it's not going to taste right. And then I bake and it's just me like putting all my butter in the microwave because I didn't even leave it out long enough to thaw. (laughs) I've done that and I put it in the microwave and then it's like, it's like liquid. And then you're like, well, that's going to be, this is all going to come out. No, I was telling Chris, I was like, I feel like I watched the Great British Bake Off. Like I watched like the diving in the Olympics. Like I know something about it. Like I have such a big opinion about everything. I'm like, oh, that wasn't good. Oh, did you see that dive? I'm the same way about Bake Off and I have literally no right to be. Um, But I think that's what makes it fun. Because I think I can, because I think I I am that baker. How dare you put rhubarb in that cookie? Oh my. (laughs) That's great. All right. Well, I think hopefully our listeners have gotten some ideas of what cookies to be baking. Keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Um, oatmeal and chocolate chips seem to be the winners. What cookies maybe not to make and uh, some good tips. I love those tips um, from both of you gals. So let's call it a wrap on cookies and move on to the rest of our chat for the day. All right. So we are back. And um, since we've been gone, favorite thing let's shout out your favorite thing Brianna oh my gosh I 
I didn't like come prepared with a favorite thing, but I am gonna say honestly because I've been using it all week. This soak laundry soap, <laughs> I I've used a third of this bottle that I have because there were so many things I had to block. I was I was telling you guys before we started recording. I have five sweaters and two neckwears that I blocked this week with my soak laundry soap, and it has been awesome. Can you please share the fragrances? Because I think that's what is so amazing too. Yeah, the one I, <laughs> excuse me, the one I've been using is Wild Mint. Oh, sorry, we got you. Oh, sorry, choke attack. But there is also one called Celebration, which sounds really happy. There's a fig, a lacy. Um, pineapple grove which sounds like spectacular um yuzu which is also like a tropical type of scent um i feel like i'm missing one the unscented oh and the uns we do have unscented um in like mini ones in the roots online store um but yeah there's so many really nice flavors or don't eat it there's so many nice yeah, don't eat it <laughs> But when you mentioned those fragrances earlier, I was like, oh my goodness, that sounds great. They're okay, so Natalie, fun. what's your favorite thing, something for this week? Oh, you guys, I have a full-size Christmas tree in my living room right now, and it oh is just phenomenal. Oh. I'm so happy. We decorated it on Friday. I actually had a crochet ornament sip and stitch class, which was so fun. And I took the ornament that I made in class, and I actually put it on my tree right after because we decorated but I've lived in a tiny apartment. I had like a tree that was like a tabletop tree for a very long time. And there was just something so nice about like a full size tree and like having it lit up. I feel so calm in my living room. It's just been so nice. So that's my favorite thing this week. Awesome. The glow of a Christmas tree is amazing. It, Magic. There's no other light that does it like a Christmas tree. Did you go real? No, I we thought about it, but it's just a pain and we have carpet. So it's just thinking. I've actually never had a real tree before and I'm allergic to everything under the sun. So I'm a little nervous about that. But um, we got an artificial and it was very affordable. We went to Home Depot and I'm sure it will be with us for many years to come. Cool. So, cool. Yeah, I love it because you can leave it up for so long mm -hmm. because I enjoy Christmas decorations after Christmas. So we don't even decorate the inside of our house until the weekend before Christmas. And then I leave it up though through like the middle of January when you can now relax with it. So, and the artificial tree lets us do that. So that's cool. Yeah. Okay. So my favorite something right now is crossing guard. Can I just say that? <laughs> so I right now am a substitute crossing guard for my husband while he is recovering uh, from some surgery and he is doing really well, but I was prepared to not really like this, but want to help out. I have to tell you, it is so fun. It is so uplifting. It is so heartwarming that it's not even hard for me to get out of bed at 6 15 in the morning and be at the corner at 7.30, it's just been really, really fun. So it's a it's a neat way to experience um, the community. 
Yeah, that's Everything. awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. So anybody out there who's like maybe a little bored or a little lonely, go call your school district and say, how do I be a crossing guard? It just is amazing. Kids like you. They just like you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. What's for dinner? Let's talk food again. Brianna, what's for dinner at your house? Um, so we ate dinner earlier. We had some chicken tikka masala and pierogies that were left over from a couple of days ago. They were delicious. I love the chicken tikka masala. I love both of it, but yeah. I, I really am craving Indian food recently. And I get the, um, at Trader Joe's, they have jarred tikka masala sauce. Really? I just put that on everything. Like it's so good. I like chickpea masala too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I, we good. just had some plant-based chicken. So I just tossed it in the sauce and oh, throwed some pierogies on the plate and called it dinner. Ooh, we love that. So tasty. All right, Natalie, how about you? We, we had leftover pizza. So that was my dinner. And we, we put our pizza stone. We moved recently. So a lot of our kitchen stuff is still like boxed. And like on shelves, just like waiting for us to need it. We finally pulled out the pizza stone, which usually we keep it in the oven. And actually something, here's a hack. I heard that if you have a pizza stone or something like that, if you put it on the bottom rack and then put your like cookie sheet on the top rack, it helps radiate the heat evenly throughout your entire oven. So if your oven has a hot spot and like is not an even cooker, could be a good way to combat that. But yeah, we pulled it out and it like, I don't know. It just smells different in the oven when it's got like the pizza stone. It's so good. That is very cool. Interesting hack there though. Pizza stone and cookie sheet. I saw on TikTok. Even out the heating. Very yeah. Cool. Okay. And for us tonight, we had pork cutlets and I, I have this recipe that I make in the crock pot and they come out so tender. And then I don't know if you guys have tried this, but um, Trader Joe's has frozen rice that comes in individual packets that you microwave for three minutes and you never go wrong the rice is always perfect so we had that the brown rice and then I had corn and I sort of just mixed it all up I shredded the pork with this rice it was really good so that's what we had for dinner that sounds awesome I love Trader Joe's I know it's it's amazing because I I don't mind making rice, but it's never consistent. So sometimes it's a little bit more al dente or too watery. Trader Joe's, those frozen microwave packages come out perfect every time. Every time. Every minute in the microwave. Yeah. Those are neat. Would it be any easier too? And you know, brown rice, even the instant brown rice still takes almost a half hour to make. And I would always forget that. Like I'd be like, oh, I'm just going to make the, and I'm like, oh my gosh. So Three minutes in the microwave. Awesome. All right. All right. So let's do our, our wrap up here with news and updates. Do you guys want to go first? Yeah. So Ruth recently launched our new calendar of classes for January through April of 2023, which is really super exciting. We launched on Black Friday and it's been just so exciting to see all of the enrollments coming through. And we're so thankful to everyone who's decided to take a class in the new year. Um, they're also exciting. I feel like we've been talking about just how excited we are for this specific calendar because I feel like all of the projects are so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so we hope that you can join us in a class. And we also have 
a lot of new fun things. We have gift cards available in the shop. We got stitch markers from Lux and Co. Dina at Lux and Co. is incredible. So um, those are available. They're semi-precious stones. And we have Chigu interchangeable needle kits, which is really cool too. So. They're, they're the best interchangeable kit. Can I just say it? I love Mayan and I have the interchangeables and I have the stationary circulars and I can never tell which is which because the interchangeable connection is so smooth. Mm -hmm. I have to look and go, oh, it's the interchangeables. They're amazing. Yeah. They're, awesome. they're a great gift too. They're such a great gift. Yeah. Um, you yeah. never need another set of needles. You really don't. You really yeah. don't. Or you've always got a great backup, but I'd find somebody to buy me a pair, a, a set if I needed them right now. <laughs> All right. Anything else new? No. Okay. Well, then I will say, let's go ahead and we'll record again next week. Yeah. And that will be episode 173. And Natalie, you're our host. And mm -hmm. our topic is, are you ready? Ask the wizard. So are you the scarecrow and need a brain? Are you the tin man and need a heart? Or are you the cowardly lion, the courage? That is our topic. So there are some things to think about this week. And yeah. You can one this of is that. a soul searcher. No, mm -hmm. some really deep things to think about. Yeah. So some, some re very revealing, perhaps, you know, the world might not really know what we think that we're missing. So, all right. So with all that said, uh, let's wrap and say, please tell us, are you listening? Please let us know. You can let us know that you do listen by adding a review to where you listen to KSL or sharing us on your social media, or be our guest um, as we record on Zoom. We would love for you to join us. Please email Kathy or Brianna and Natalie if you would like to join us on the show. Be sure to read the show notes for links to our emails. So hopefully by now you have finished your project, your drink, or you've taken that walk because now it is time for us to bind off. Thanks for listening.